Hi everyone, welcome back to Bible Made Easy Podcast. I'm Brother George. Thanks a lot for joining me today. Today I'll talk more about what's going on in Ukraine. I really didn't want to make another episode about the Russian invasion, but what's happening there is just so distressing I just couldn't ignore it. The Bible commands us to have compassion on the suffering. We can't just look away, be indifferent or ignore their plight. This is brought out very clearly in the parable of the Good Samaritan, which you'll find in Luke chapter 10, 30-37. Here's what it says. Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine. Then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. Notice how the two people who passed by the poor victim were a priest and a Levite, both members of Jewish religious orders supposedly committed to God's service. Here's another passage. 1 John 3.17 says, But if anyone has this world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? It's clear, Christianity is not just something we can claim to believe. It's something we have to act out in real life. Now here's what the media reports is happening in Ukraine. Bear in mind that mid-conflict statistics can be unreliable and tainted by whoever is reporting. As they say, truth is always the first casualty of war. And I'm not going to get into all the political side of things. I'll include a link in the show notes to a YouTube commentary that I think sums up that side of things pretty well. My primary concern is what is happening on the ground to the poor common people. Hundreds, if not thousands of Ukrainian and Russian military personnel reported dead or injured. 150 or more Ukrainian civilians reported dead. According to the UN, more than 800,000 have fled Ukraine to neighboring nations and an estimated 160,000 Ukrainians are displaced within their own country. Widespread damage and destruction, including damage to Ukraine's largest nuclear power station. The Russians have gained significant ground, captured several important cities, and the Ukrainian capital Kiev is under siege. International condemnation of the invasion and economic sanctions are piling up, causing considerable damage to the Russian economy including to those opposed to what their government is doing. The UN General Assembly voted overwhelmingly to condemn Russia for the invasion and demanded an immediate withdrawal of its forces. The International Criminal Court has confirmed its opening an investigation into possible war crimes in Ukraine and begun collecting evidence. Well, like I said, it's hard to get accurate reports, but whatever the actual numbers are, the human toll of this invasion is just horrific. How sad the brutal death of the innocent, no matter what side of the conflict, cruelly decimated by bombs and bullets. 
the poor Ukrainians? What can they do in the face of such a brutal onslaught by a world superpower? And I don't necessarily fully blame the young Russian soldiers. Like any boys sent off to war, they've probably been fed a bunch of propaganda and lies in order to so-called go and fight for your country. How can any leader send their boys out to the cruelty and horrors of war? As usual, rather than go out and fight and die themselves, they send out poor young boys to do their dirty work and fight and die for them. It's just horrible. And what about the estimated one million refugees? Where will they land? How will they be fed, sheltered from the cold elements, get medical attention? What about the aged, children and infants among them? This is a human catastrophe. There's just no other way to describe it. As I said in the last episode, God is not indifferent to the plight of these victims of the warmongering powers that be. While he usually doesn't directly interfere in such matters, he certainly will comfort and provide for the victims and somehow bring about good in the end. As for the dead, 90% of Ukraines and 50% of Russians profess Christianity. So they are in God's hands now free from the struggles of this life and the horrors of war. Thank God. And even the non-Christians are in his hands now as well, in some way. We have to bear this in mind, that the dead, as terrible as their deaths were, are okay now, especially the Christian ones. It's the living who remain in the hellish conditions of the conflict that we need to be concerned about. And while God will usually not directly interfere with human affairs, he will judge accordingly. He's not going to turn a blind eye to the wicked. Jesus talked about this in Matthew 18, 6-7, when there were some little children in his presence. He said, If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. Drowning by millstone, a giant stone used to crush grain, was a form of the death sentence in the ancient world. The millstone was so heavy that there was no way to escape. Death was assured. Jesus spoke to those with power and he warned them that if they caused harm to his children, especially actual children, he is going to punish them so bad that the millstone drowning would look good by comparison. And then he says that because we live in a sinful world, wickedness will always happen. He expects that. But woe to the wicked person through whom the wickedness comes. God will not overlook it. Eventual judgment will come, whether in this life or the next, and it won't be pretty. I also find it hypocritical that many of the same national leaders vehemently condemning Russian leadership for their invasion of a sovereign state are just as guilty of doing the same to other nations in recent years. And their excuses, reasons and motives were the same as the Russians are giving. They are not guiltless, and God will judge those responsible as well. And what of us personally? Have we ever egged on our own or another nation to kill and maim in an unjust war? If so, it's time to repent of that kind of thinking. Thankfully, 
the Lord is merciful and he will forgive. So what now? If possible, we can offer financial and practical help to those affected, as many are doing. God bless them. And we must continue to pray for the situation. James 5.16 says, The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. We can fight for peace and comfort for the victims with our prayers. We can pray for the Russians to withdraw their forces. We can pray for the many Russian citizens protesting the invasion to be heard. We can pray for the Ukrainians to know how to respond. Maybe it would be better for them to fight to defend their country. Or maybe it would be better for their people if President Zelensky refuses to risk further death and destruction of his people and agrees to Russian terms for peace. Jesus even advised this in Luke 14.31-32. He said, Or what king going out to encounter another king in war will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. I don't know what's best, but God sure does. May the Lord lead and guide the powers that be to seek a peaceful resolution. And may he give us peace in our hearts, no matter what happens. In the name of Jesus I ask it. Amen. Thanks for joining me today. Let's continue to put this in God's hands. God bless each one of you. See you next time.